Welcome to the Inner Dominatrix Podcast, the show that gets you stepping into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. And I have the amazing Christy Hart back with me today for another fantastic episode. So Christy, welcome. Thank you for coming back. Thank you so much me, Dana. It's really such an honor to be on Inner Dominatrix. This is my third time and I'm really so excited. And our topic today, I'm crazy about it. I know, I know. But before we get to that, I just want to just give a quick shout out. So, of course, your website, you want to just plug yourself here? Sure. You can find my website at thedominatrixlifecoach.com. No spaces in between the words. And later on and early this week, I'm going to be putting up a really cool opt-in where it's uh, 15 minutes to a kick-ass day. So it's going to be several, a few steps, but they all take 15 minutes. And this is my personal method. It's swiped straight from the Dominatrix Life Coach playbook (laughs) on how to have a kick-ass day. Love it. Love it. So yes, today we are going to talk about sexual energy. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. So, and I thought, you know, you are like the perfect person for me to have (laughs) on my show for this because of course... (laughs) Who has the sexual energy down pat better than a dominatrix, right? Well, absolutely. Absolutely. We bring that energy and there's a strength to it. We definitely bring that energy in the dungeon every single time. It shows up in everything we do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I think this is the most magnetic quality about being a dominatrix and, and about bringing that into the rest of your life, right? Whether it's your own business or your own life or in the bedroom, that sexual energy is just so yummy and so compelling for people. That's very true. You know, we can turn it on and we can turn it off. Um, it's like a light that we can shine bright or we can make it dim, whatever suits us in the moment. But when you shine that light bright, and you are comfortable in your own sexual energy, you will find that it does magnetically draw money, love, of course, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and all kinds of opportunities to you because you're, you're living in your full self. And as a woman, this is part of your power. This is kind of the center of your power. Yeah, I, I totally agree. It's, it's something that you know, it's just not talked about. Like there's all kinds of business training out there and people are like (laughs) some big name gurus are like, you know, get in the stance and get in the zone and imagine it. And nobody's really (laughs) talking about, you know, it's like, how do you, you know, captivate and, and utilize what you already have instead of this outside push, this outside, you know, kind of like, oh, I'm going to draw it in from outside of me. It's like the sexual energy to me is like what's already in you And you're letting that just like rev up the rest of your body. Absolutely. And I think what's funny is a lot of this, you know, a lot of this law of attraction stuff is very vague. Um, It's just like, draw, draw it in. And then, you know, you're sitting over here like, how am I supposed to do that? Where's the instruction manual for this? (laughs) Because I'm very logical and I want to know the exact steps. And that's what I have. I've actually played with sexual energy, researching it. I mean, I've looked into the biology of it, the theology of it. <laughs> you know, is this right? Is this wrong? And, and where has it been used before? And how is it applied? And specifically, how do I rev up my own sexual energy yeah. when I need it? 
and the <laughs> the ins and outs of it, no pun intended, <laughs> are really quite interesting. What has what's your experience with it, Dana? I'm really I, curious. Yeah. I'm you know I'm like you. I I love learning more uh, you know about it. I, I probably don't go as hardcore on the research as you do. I love the fact that you've been you know looking at studies and things. I, I always fall asleep when I read those. <laughs> but I'm I'm very much of a you know experiential. I'm like dive in, experience it. I play with it. I look. I'm always observing what's going on with people. I notice like what's working, what's not working, and the, and my analytical brain gets in there. And goes oh you know I notice this about these people and and watching what goes on and so yeah I've been developing techniques as well of like helping people to really engage that sexual energy and it's always amazing actually I have to share a great little story so yeah I did a talk recently and I you know I told them about this sexual energy and as I'm talking I'm ramping it up and I'm ramping it up and there I can I can feel them all just like they're captivated they're pulled in right it's like oh my god that's great and then I so I, I said okay gave them a little bit of a, a experience of it and and then I said okay I'm gonna turn it off and I'll do it right now just it's like I totally if I turn it off as best I can right and I keep talking I can be still enthusiastic about what is going on but if I turn off that sexual energy suddenly it's just not as compelling Absolutely. And, you know, so, okay, that's not as much fun. So we turn that back on. <laughs> right. And you're saying the same things. You're using the same body language. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is not something you can look at and tell the difference, but you can no. feel you the can difference. feel it. And I had people saying to me afterwards, they said, you know, when I did that, when I did that experiment with them to show them, they, uh, they heard it in my voice. They said, Turning it back on is like the voice sounded like velvet. Mm. I'm like, oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, it's tangible, and yet it's not anything you can necessarily put your finger on. Oh, no, you can't. And the people outside of you, that's the funny thing. This is one of those changes that you can make to your life where nobody's going to question it because they have no idea what you've done. Mm -hmm. You just show up with your sexual energy one day and they're like, is something different about you? Mm -hmm. You look amazing. Yeah. Did you, did you change your hair? <laughs> you <know>? <laughs> <laughs> is that a new lipstick? Or? Right. Yeah. I mean, you don't tell them you've been doing kegels all morning. You just kind of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, you know, it's, it's so fascinating. Like, it's like, when did you first become aware of the sexual energy and, and how powerful it was? Oh God, this is a terrible question for me is because it? I was very young. <laughs> I was way too young to be concerned with any of this, but I loved psychology. I loved it so much. And the only thing I maybe loved a little more than psychology was little boys. <laughs> Okay. Let's hope you were really young if you liked little boys. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was seven. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. We can clarify that. Yeah, sure. That would, yeah. <laughs> yeah. When I was seven, I loved little boys. Okay. Um, and so I liked the little boys, but they didn't like me back. So I got all logical on it and I was like, okay, how do I get them to like me as much as I like them? <laughs> so I started, I 
loved the library and God bless our library in the area had books on, on, um, how to, how to attract men. (laughs) So I was seven years old and, you know, after I finished my homework there, I was studying how to attract men. (laughs) And this, um, this kind of love affair, I actually fell in love with the study of it, and it continued well into my teenage years. And then I would go out and I would experiment with the tactics. And a lot of it was about the energy. It was about what thoughts do you have in your head as you approach somebody else? Mm. You know, where, where are you feeling? Are you feeling happy and fun? Because that is a very attractive quality. Or Mm -hmm. are you feeling self-conscious? Um, because that's actually a repellent quality in people. Um, we don't want to be around people that are self-conscious because you you kind of broadcast that your value isn't very high. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was very young my love affair with psychology and attracting the opposite sex, and um, and it just continued. So I would study the biology of it. And I just got more and more into it. And then I would mesh it with the spirituality and just all kinds of things and play with it. Eventually, I got into hypnosis. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but the sexual energy, it's taken off. And if I can tell you one story, like an actual Mm -hmm. proof for me, um, I had done a lot of these studies and I had learned quite a bit about it. But as I said before, there really isn't a manual. Nothing would ever, it would say, turn on your energy, but it wouldn't say, okay, how? Yeah. (laughs) So one time I was at, um, and this of course is when I was older. (laughs) Let me me go ahead and get into that now. Um, Yeah, I think I was only 19 though, but I was at one of those pleasure parties Mm. and um, they were selling the pheromones and I was like, well, that's kind of neat. And I bought, I bought the pheromones and I was waiting tables at that point and I was doing pretty well. But when I wore those pheromones, I would do experiments. Um, and so one night a week, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't wear them. On another night when it was similarly busy, I would wear them. 30% more tips every time wow. across the board. No doubt about it. That's just from sec- that's just from pheromones. Who knows if they even worked or if it was just my my mind. <laughs> there, there is that. Is it the placebo or is it actually working? <laughs> do they still sell pheromones? They, I've seen them. Yes, they do. And I loved it because, well, first of all, they smell good, and second of all, I don't know. Just just putting it on and having that intention that okay. I'm going to bring my sexual energy today. I mm-hmm. think that first step helps um, to draw things to you. So that is something you can take away. You can actually try that as an experiment where those yeah. pheromones, see how people treat you different. When what a you great thing that. to, you know, I, I always work with people for business, right? And it's like, hey, mm-hmm. what a great thing to wear to a business networking. Yeah, nobody can tell. It's yeah. not something, you know, you don't have to show more to have sexual energy. <laughs> no, it's not about sex. It's not. I like showing cleavage because, well, you know, I'm half Mexican. And we don't, we, don't, we kind of don't mind that. Um, <laughs> we use what God gave us. <laughs> hey, cleavage is beautiful. It is. It is. And I, you know, I enjoy that sort of things, but, but I don't enjoy, you know, dressing unsophisticated. I, I don't enjoy yeah. that. But definitely use what you have and try pheromones. They're, they're amazing for that beginner step. 
For sure. And I love that idea of like, you know, it's something simple. It's like a subtle shift and maybe it's the pheromones or maybe it just helps you to connect with that intention of saying, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to ramp up my sexual energy just a little bit yeah, and see what happens. Yeah. And go out there and interact with people with that engaged. Exactly. And so there are days when I know I have to bring my sexy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to bring my sexy game that day. And so there are things that you can do. You can treat yourself very well that day. You can take a bath. You can wear lingerie under your clothes, not because anybody's going to see it, but just because you're going to know you're wearing it. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the, the French, um, you know, France, French, not Canadian French. <laughs> you know, there's a difference. So, it, you know, in France, it's, that's really quite common is that women will go and buy very expensive lingerie, but for them, it's yeah. not for pleasing anybody else. It's so that they feel loved and cherished and beautiful in their body. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it doesn't mean you need to be all made up to feel sexual energy either. I mean, there are days I stay home and I have no makeup on and I still feel sexy as all get out. But when I really want to bring my sexy game, I know what does it for me. Wearing red lipstick does it for me. That makes me feel sexy. Lingerie under the clothes, some pheromones, and I'm unstoppable. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. And and I love the red underwear trick. Um, yeah. So if you're going to be speaking or, you know, somewhere where you really got to, you know, get into your power and be on your game, the red underwear, there's, it's a power color. Right? I, I love red. Of course I have, you know, my red leather jacket <laughs> is my brand. So, but the red underwear, if you can't wear red with the rest of your outfit, it will help to bring out that power of the red and it engages the sexual energy because of course our sexual energy sits at our base chakra. Most definitely. Plus there's a psychology of color. So that, that totally plays into it from a scientific standpoint. That's amazing. Yeah. Although I just, (laughs) I watched something about color from the, how the brain interprets color. Uh And and the reason you see color is because that's the color that is not present. Right. Oh, that's hilarious. I know. So I'm like, (laughs) that really screws the whole thing about wearing color. Cause it's like, you're not actually, they're red because you, there's no red in it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Ah, my brain. But it's still works. Now you've given me like three hours worth of research (laughs) I'm going to have to do. Yeah, I, I was watching on uh, on Netflix Brain Games, and that was oh, that was one yeah. of the episodes they were talking about color and and the refracted color thing, and how green leaves they're not actually green, it's that the green gets reflected back, and that's what your eye sees. That is incredible. Is that why? So you do research. <laughs> I do. I just do it a little bit. I guess I do it differently. I'm, I, you know, I am a constant learner. I'm like you. I'm like I love oh. to learn. I just when I think research, I think of like, you know, sitting down with some very structured, formatted. Oh, yeah, no. Okay. All right. All right. <laughs> now that I know anyway. what a secret is, you're yeah, not. Yeah, not for know. me. I'm like a mad scientist. I've got books everywhere and I'm looking up stuff and I'm watching videos and then I'm taking notes and I'm going out and experimenting in the world. And yeah, I think that's kind of, you know, that's what life is. You learn something new, but the trick is you got to go out and do it and experiment oh, with it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, play with it. How does that work? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, in that case, you and I are very much aligned. Yeah. <laughs> how, 
how does that feel if I do that? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. And actually that's part of, you know, part of having gotten into kink for myself was that it was like, it was so different and intriguing. And there was, you know, there was pieces for me that I knew were going to be for healing, but there was also that, you know, living life as a bit of an extreme sport. Although yes. I don't want to be an extreme sport because that's not, I'm not athlete. Like, you know, like that's, that's not me, but it, like, Hmm, kink, that's pretty extreme. Let's, let's try that out. Right? Absolutely. Well, there are all sorts of ways that we can push our limits. I mean, some of us push our limits um, just kind of psychologically. Some of us push our limits physically. And I like to do, I like to do all of the above. Sometimes my body can't handle it's extreme sports, but, <laughs> but definitely psychologically and spiritually, I love pushing myself. Oh, me too. That's another, you and I are like so on <laughs> point. There's so many things. The more I get to know you, I'm like, oh my God, we are like soul sisters here. Exactly. Well, that's what we do. I mean, we draw each other in, but you know, if you and I hadn't tapped into our own sexual energies, we would never have drawn each other in because we wouldn't be on that same level together right you know we wouldn't be whole and that's that's what I hope that you know your listeners will pull out of this is definitely try it definitely please I want you to have the benefits yeah (laughs) and you know and I'm I'm a big proponent of you know teaching people how to harness it that it is outside of sex it's outside of you know any kind of penetration anything like that it's not about that at all Mm -mm. it's really like I love the definition where you know your sexual energy is about being turned on and and that's like in everything in what you do in your hobbies in your business in your your relationships to just be so engaged that it's like oh this is a fantastic whatever Right. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. I mean, for me, the sexual energy, it's flowing when I'm writing. It's flowing when, mm. you know, when I'm speaking. I'm just, I'm, I kind of always feel it. There's, there's a tingle, <laughs> you know, <laughs> just, and I'm, I don't need, I don't need physical stimulation for that. And no. ladies, the cool thing about this is it opens you up to better orgasms. <laughs> yes. So when you do, when you do, start to use this sexual energy because use it or lose it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you use it throughout your day. And then, you know, when you're ready and you want to bring it into the bedroom. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't, it doesn't have to be about that. And I would suggest that it doesn't even start there. No. Um, because it, it kind of, it gets uh, complicated. <laughs> Well, and and for a lot of people, like, there is so much baggage and crap around sex and, you know, for so many people, they've been abused. And so, like, you've got trauma, you've got, you know, maybe there's physical problems going on. Definitely. You know, starting issues. Yeah. Yeah. Like, starting there is like trying to go for ninja level when you haven't even got to, you know, yellow belt, right? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, let's get you started at base camp first. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. But I think that even starting that, you'll start to feel it. You'll start to get comfortable in it. And this is important, and especially, like you said, Dana, about the trauma. Um, When people have been traumatized sexually, 
they tend to go to one of two extremes. <laughs> Either they shut off that sexual part of themselves mm. because they feel that they were at fault by emitting that sexual energy, mm -hmm. or they go to the other extreme and they decide that their only worth is the sexual energy that they emit. Yeah. So we can't do either of those. And, and this, what you're saying, just emitting the sexual energy every day is a great way to do that because the intention here isn't to draw in a lover. No. And it's, and it's not sexual gratification. The intention here is simply to own your own sexual power and to be whole. That's mm. it. <laughs> Beautiful. And, you know, I, in my own journey, I have lived both sides of that extreme. Mm -hmm. You know, I did the whole you know, sleep with everybody who <laughs> thought I was attractive. Yeah. Because I didn't think I was attractive. Right. <laughs> uh, and I look back and I'm like, damn girl, what were you thinking? Oh, <laughs> like, really? <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. And, and then I did, I did the other side, you know, I shut it off. And, you know, there's a long period with my, with my ex where I had no, you know, no sexual desire. And people who met me after I left him, they were like, you like you had none, like, you know, so it, it's so easy to do either side until we I feel, feel like our stories are overlapping again. Cause <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly it. So yeah, when I was a teenager, it was like, Oh, you think I'm pretty? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I know. And it, it, it really got out of hand. Um, and then, you know, and then just like you, and then I got married and it just, and I felt like, I shouldn't be emitting that anymore. Like it was wrong for me to emit that sexual body and I have somebody. <laughs> yeah. So I shut it off. Um, and then, but you can't just shut it off to everybody and then not for one person. It doesn't work selectively. It doesn't. You, <laughs> when you shut it off, you shut it off for your husband too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And for so, yourself. Yeah. Like absolutely. You really I, deprive yourself. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think I turned to food at that point. <laughs> oh, I totally did food and yeah. I was, uh, I, you know, internalized it, you know, manifested like fibromyalgia and oh, you know, wow. kinds of crazy things to my body. Yeah. My body was trying to get my attention. Um, so when I started healing from that, the, the changes in my body were, were beautiful. Like it was just, it was like, I was, you know, well, it really was a spiritual reborn yeah. Through that. Yeah. And sexual energy can do that. And when we think of this, so part of my background is shamanistic and it draws in kind of this primal energy. Mm. And to be truly spiritual, we really have to connect with the earth and our primal energy as well as the heavens and our spiritual energy. So if you're only connecting with the spiritual energy, but you're not connecting with the earth and the um, primal energy, you're kind of missing half the equation. You're like a balloon that isn't tethered. <laughs> you're just going to float off. <laughs> but when you connect, now you become whole and there's a sort of an electricity that happens between the earth and the heavens. And that happens, that sparks within you. And that's from the shamanistic point of view. 
Um, that's how they see sexual energy is it's not, it's not this thing that you create within yourself. It's part of your primal heritage. This mm. is, this is part of why you're here is to enjoy and experience the sexual energy as well as the spiritual higher level energies. Mm. They all mesh together. You need them all. Absolutely. I love that. And, you know, because I've, I've often seen different spiritual practices where they, they really encourage you to be celibate for these long periods of time. Yeah. And I'm not sure that that's entirely helpful for the body. I mean, we've already seen lots of studies <laughs> where it's like, this is what happens when you stop orgasming and, yeah. you know, the, the body shuts down. And I totally experienced it in my body. It was like, this, what gets set up for dis-ease in the body is crazy. I agree. I think, I think for, some, for a lot of people, it's kind of stopping the natural flow. Mm -hmm. um, that's not to say that there aren't some higher spiritual practices. I know like Buddhists practice celibacy and things like that. There are some spiritual practices where that's right for them, mm -hmm. but they are on an advanced route and they don't really interact much, you know, as much with the yeah. world. And when we're here interacting with the world, our spiritual practice has to be a little bit different. So yeah, I think that being celibate, blocks the flow of energy you know there was a scene on eat pray love that i absolutely adore and it's where the main character goes to the doctor because she's hurt her leg and and um she's bending the doctor's bending her, she's a medicine doctor is bending her knee and she's like your joints you know you need more fluid in them you need to have more sex <laughs> <laughs> It just happens in all parts of your body. There's a flow. Mm -hmm. There's a natural rhythm to your body. Yeah. And it doesn't need to be sex with somebody else, but even just calling up that sexual energy, even if you want to be physically celibate, at least, you know, use that sexual energy and kind of circulate it throughout your body. It's important. Mm -hmm. So we've kind of, we've been talking a lot about this. So I want to give people a few tools. So love it. my one that I love to get people playing with is to to really you know imagine connecting with your pelvic floor and you know for those that want to do the advanced level you can connect in with your genitalia mm -hmm. and to feel the energy that's there just to notice notice what's there and then what you're going to do is if hopefully you're sitting you sit up nice and tall and you take your pelvis and you start tilting it forward and back and it creates like a little pumping action to pump that sexual energy up the spine oh that's lovely that. okay yeah and then as it moves up the spine to take some time take a couple deep breaths and and then let it move through the rest of your body and so it's kind of like recharging all of your cells i love that Thank that you. is wonderful mm -hmm. i'm gonna have to introduce that to me <laughs> to my to my daily work maybe i'll add that to my <laughs> that is wonderful yeah so my tools the beginner tools i would say because um you're not going to want to bring something that's too visual some people aren't ready to be you know out there with everything mm -hmm. so i would say yeah the pheromones get yourself some pheromones that's a just great idea put them on in the morning set that intention that today i'm bringing sexy back yeah. <laughs> and you know if you can maybe wear some you know nice lingerie under your clothes just for you not because anybody else is gonna see them mm -hmm. just for you what's comfortable for you if you don't like thongs don't wear a thong <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> whatever's comfortable for you. And then one of the bigger tricks that I like to do, and this is kind of advanced and it's when you're ready for it, is when you masturbate, you can use that sexual energy as kind of an explosive rocket forward for your goals. Mm-hmm. So you, you can imagine whatever you can up to the point of orgasm, but at the point of orgasm, you just imagine a scene future that you want. Um, and this is such a powerful tool and it's really using that sexual energy in a big way to call into existence um, the life that you want. Yeah. I, I love that. I, I give that one to people too. So it's like, <laughs> oh, that's a good one. It's challenging. And, and you know, because at first it's really hard to kind of train yourself to, you know, to make that transition. Mm-hmm. But to just play with it, have fun. And then I just want to put out a little caveat for everybody listening that if you have a lot of trauma, a lot of sexual trauma that you haven't dealt with, that you haven't healed from, do work with somebody when you start exploring this, because the minute you start engaging that sexual energy, you start moving on the, you know, on a physical level, Mm -hmm. um, it's going to bring things up and it's really great to have some support and a container where you can work through it because it's, you know, it's a dynamic process to, to move it through increase and transformation. I love that, yes, because when, um, when we talk about sexual energy being a flow, so when things start to flow in your body, that means that what no longer is useful to you kind of breaks off and it's ready to flow out. But when it, when it breaks off, it gets mixed up in that flow. And if that thing that breaks off is a trauma, then you're going to re-experience symptoms of it. So working with somebody they can teach you how when it breaks off, okay, now this is what you need to do so that um, you don't have to relive it and suppress it again. Now Mm -hmm. we can let this go. This is how you let it go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's brilliant. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It just, it's so easy to be opening up this topic and then, uh, you know, I just imagine people who are like, you know, Oh, I'm I'm good. Let's just try this out, and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, <laughs> like I'm never listening to her again. She totally traumatized me. <laughs> right? Yeah. Emotionally, you have to, you know, you have to be prepared. And a lot of this stuff, there's some beginner stuff you can try. The pheromones, the mm-hmm. lingerie. Go ahead and go crazy yeah, with that. Go crazy. But when you start getting into um, the more advanced, where you're where you're envisioning goals while you're um, mm-hmm. while you're climaxing, things like that are a little bit more advanced and those can bring up some items definitely yeah definitely we want you happy when you do that (laughs) yes most definitely okay I know we could like go in for for way more on this but we really should wrap it up (laughs) all right another excellent time with you Dana Uh and I thank your listeners for um for listening again I really appreciate it I love being here it's always so much fun and I just love sharing whatever it is that I've learned over the years all the research I've done I don't (laughs) want to keep it to myself um so thank you for letting me on so I can share this with everyone oh my pleasure it is always a joy to have you so thank you thank you thank you and listeners we will see you on the next exciting episode 
Thanks for tuning in to The Inner Dominatrix, the show that lets you step into your bold, sexy, fun-filled life. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to tell your friends about it. And if you're ready to own your inner dominatrix, then hop over to my website, innerdominatrix.com, and let's have a conversation to get you rocking your bold, sexy, fun-filled life.